0: hello and welcome to the tizzy wire podcast episode we're at 11 now i think it's 11 oh my god i can't believe i almost forgot what episode we're on ah thank you thank you for coming back and for listening to me and my spiel that is in my brain right now i apologize if my voice sounds a little funky a few years ago i got A little issue called vocal nodules and every now and again if I've been doing a lot of talking or I don't know ever little little things like lots of different things have been going on and I think they're back so I've been doing a lot of vocal rest trying to keep it down so it might make me sound a little different on this podcast I'm not sure but possibly just wanted to put that out there for you all anyway I really appreciate you guys tuning in this week and I hope you enjoyed the last couple of episodes. I did some pre-recording on those, so the last episode was really about me taking a little bit of a breather and thinking bigger picture as far as the next steps for this podcast. So in the same theme of that episode. I kind of wanted to talk about this week sources of the sources of inspiration that we have and how we find that inspiration. I've talked to a few people and I've talked to a few potential interviewees that'll be coming down the pipeline once I get technology going, and everybody has their own way of finding inspiration. So I just wanted to talk a little bit about mine, since that's what I can really speak to at the moment. And then as I talk to new people, and I have new people on this podcast, I want to get their sources of inspiration as well. Um, I know that Dante talked about that earlier on in the podcast, my one interview that actually worked, (laughs) other than my husband. Um, So I wanted to talk a little bit about that and... How that can be linked to you also taking time for yourself. And that taking time for yourself is, is in and of itself a renewal of your inspiration. So I wanted to give, give that a whirl for the day. <laughs> um, so one of the things for me I've noticed is that when my space is in a good place physically that I'm in a better place for my inspiration. So what I mean, and that can be really hard actually when you're a parent because you have a little toddler running around the house and she is a force of nature and destruction. So it's like trying to fill a bucket with a hole in it. Like every time I try to clean things up, I look behind me and there is just a trail of whatever it is, whether it's crumbs, whether it's toys, Crumpled up pieces of paper, garbage. I don't know. It's everywhere. So it, it can be very defeating. And one thing that really does help me is getting that space in order so that my mind can really focus. And that takes me back to when I was a lot younger and I used to do this crazy thing I used to call oblivioning. And my brother used to pick on me about this. All the time and somewhere along the way I stopped doing it. So let me give you a little context what it is. I would basically put headphones on, shut the door, let everyone in the house know not to bother me. And I would put on incense. I would decorate the room. Sometimes I would take a bath and do this. And I would just redecorate and create this whole ambiance with lighting and everything. Put on headphones, my favorite album. You know like a cd or something because this is like the 90s we're talking about and i would just tune out and i would create an epic story in the in line with the music so the album itself would be my theme music for whatever story was in my head and that would be like my s- cinematic moment of inspiration and i would do these daily because you know When I was in high school, I had all this freaking free time, (laughs) but I've thought about it every now and again, as I've been taking this journey, if I should bring oblivioning back into my life. And I don't know if this is like a really weird thing, by the way. I don't know if any of you guys have ever done this or if this is just me. Like seriously, it's like a combination of like a guided meditation and story building. Like I can't, I can't really fully describe it. But I loved it, and it was like my happy place, and nobody could ever touch my happy place. <laughs> and my happy place, I've found that is constantly getting a lot of noise from things like social media and and just the internet in general. We get so addicted to media, and my sor- source of inspiration was always a little bit of solitude because... I grew up in a very solitary environment, I grew up in the middle of the boonies, and I had no friends near me and I had, I had really nothing to do but listen to crickets outside and be in complete darkness at night because we didn't even have streetlights where I lived. So at night in particular you could really feel the weight of how in the middle of nowhere we were. and in some ways it could feel very empty but in other ways it could be a really good place to open up your mind and get in touch with yourself and to find yourself again amidst no other noises that really could interrupt that thought and i think it's something that is really missing from today's culture in general is uninterrupted thought being able to find the space the time in the day For you to find out who you are without any other outside influences bothering you. It's so easy when you are doing inspiration or seeking inspiration to get in the way of it or shut it down before it even starts because you're embarrassed by it or you don't fully understand it or or you get distracted from it before it even fully comes into your mind. And turns into an idea. I think that being distracted all the time really interrupts that moment of solitude to find those sources of inspiration. So I think that the really and one trend I'm noticing online actually is this tur- turning off. Sorry, I totally hit my mic. <laughs> but turning off, turning off everything, turning taking a social media and internet break. And I have done that from time to time. It's gotten harder over the years, but it is so necessary. And I, th- I really feel like it's not only just rejuvenating, but allows you to find who you are in your art as well. Because if you are constantly getting bombarded with other thoughts, how are you ever going to find out what your original thoughts are? Even if they stem from something else, the transformation is always going to be unique to you, if it's an honest one. So that was one of the issues I had going to music school, actually. And I don't think I was able to really ever pinpoint it at the time, because social media wasn't a thing in music school. But what was a thing was constant bombardment and outside sources of in opinions about what it was to have to do art correctly to do music correctly what kind of music was correct what the right way to write it was so correct writing of music um, the correct uh performing of it how it should look on stage what what the medium should look like not just not just you as the performer although that was another component of it but the sets and how you build a performance, what are the right and wrong ways, and there were very few places you could go where you weren't getting that outside feedback, whether it was your professor, whether it was your peers, or um, outside audiences. I think it's very common when you're in school for the arts to have so much feedback that it, it shuts down what that initial inspiration was that brought you there. And I think that voice is just as valid when you're young. But especially as you get older, you need to keep cultivating that voice. And allow allow yourself time, probably even every day if you can. But if you can't, at least once a week, to find it. Because it's something that needs to be exercised. Not exercised as in a demon, because you want it to stay inside. (laughs) But exercise is in you're working a muscle. And I think I talked about this a little bit with Charles too. Because he was talking about not getting in his own way. He was talking about a project that we had worked on a long time ago. It was a radio play called Hyper Nocturnal. I actually liked it. I know he's adamant that it's terrible. And it's been a long time since I listened to it. But I really loved it when I read it. I, I think I just like weird things, <laughs> but he talked about how he tried to conform to a specific structure and outline and to do the whole thing by the book when he did that, when he did that radio play and how uninspired and how much labor it was and how just unenthusiastic he, he felt during that process. And that's not how art should be. Art should occasionally feel like work, but it should always be fueled by some form of inspiration and passion behind it. And if you don't have that, then why the hell are you even doing it, first of all? Um, But I was thinking about that as far as myself and, and the rules that we are taught about the correct way to do things and how those rules get in our way as we are seeking our inspiration because we can almost get into our heads and start self critiquing even before we get started and shoot down what might be a very brilliant idea just because it's a little bit weird, a little bit different, and you don't want anybody or any of your peers to think that you're a weirdo. (laughs) You don't want anybody to find out that you're this closeted weirdo. Maybe even yourself. Maybe you're even hiding it from yourself. I don't know, I the oblivioning thing, oblivioning thing that I used to do is very embarrassing to me now, but it is so true to who I was and probably to who I am still, because I look around this house and I'm like, I kind of want to make that setting again. I want to make that that weird, new agey, silly setting that I used to have and make that be my sacred space that you can judge me all you want yes I listen to Enya a lot of the time I am going to come out of the closet that I was an Enya fan and I am NOT going to apologize for it (laughs) um I think I just have to own up to that 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 is just something that I was that I am I am a complete ridiculous former New Age nerd But I am a little different than I used to be. That stuff just is fun to me and I enjoy it a lot and I don't subscribe to all of it in the way that I used to. But a part of that is always going to be a part of me. And I just want to recreate that again and embrace that part of myself again. Even if it's a little silly, even if it's a little weird and the world doesn't really understand it because I think I knew better when I was 15 than maybe I did over the last few years that that part of me is very real and that was kind of homegrown, came right out of the roots and right up out of the soil and is part of my DNA. <laughs> so it is what it is. I'm inspired by rain and by thunder. Rainy days are my favorite days to create things. I'm sure there's a biological reason for that. Sometimes I take really long walks, and I don't even wear headphones. I just want to hear nature around me, and I want to hear bees, and I want, well, not too many bees, because I'm terrified of bees, but I want to hear the humming of the earth around me, and as I live in a more urban area, that can be really hard to find. I'm not even in that urban of an area anymore, but compared to where I grew up, I really find myself missing that. And I was speaking with someone who I'm hoping you guys will be hearing from soon. Who does a lot of nature-based art. And I'm very inspired by what he creates. We've tried to do an interview a couple of times. Every time the technology fails, I am currently have a support ticket to get that one done. (laughs) But I see his paintings and I think about him being out there painting them. Not taking a photo and bringing it back home, but being out there and painting in nature. And I'm like, there's something about that that really captivates me. And I I want some of that back in my life. I've been wanting to go back home and visit my home more and just be in quiet spaces because in that area where I grew up, I mean, again very quiet environment (laughs) and I go back there in my mind and I think about that I'm like yes this is a place that I can feel grounded in my art so it's kind of inspired an idea that I want to do sometime maybe next year I don't know but something that involves that and some of you out there who might want to participate in it um, I want to do a project of that nature within this idea of tizzy wire. I want it to be a branch of it. I've already talked to a few friends about it and they're very in, but it's a little bit more complicated than I initially thought, at least for the New York area. So I'm working on that, but I am getting so inspired by this idea of just reconnecting with the outdoors. And the outdoors is just something that will always be a part of me and it'll always be a source of my inspiration that in music and i want to talk about that as i interview some of you down the down the pipeline i want to hear about that inspiration and how you seek it how you, how it just got in your mind to start making the thing you're making and how it fuels you and how you rekindle that inspiration Even in times where you just don't want to do anything. In thinking about it, when I take a moment and I'm really thinking, I just don't want to do anything today. I just want to lay on the couch and not create. It's just too much brain work. I think about the things that really inspire me. I think about those sacred spaces. And suddenly, it's like a weight lifts and a light turns on. And there I am, inspired again. And I, if you don't have this in your life, I I encourage you to take that time to find it. And if you do have it, but you're out of touch with it, bring it back. Even if it's weird. <laughs> as long as it's not hurting anybody. <laughs> um, Bring it back in your life. Take time for it. And... Let it refuel you, let it rekindle you, let it be a part of who you are and reignite the art that you're creating and the person that you are. I'm going to be trying to do that more with my space, with getting outside. As we get into the fall, I love the fall so much because I'm such a Halloween nerd. I'm so excited ah, about that (laughs) and I'm so done with this humidity too. so I really do encourage you to take, take the time to find that inspiration and create those sacred spaces for yourself because we all need them. We all need a space that we can create for ourselves within our minds and within our external environment, but especially our minds because that we take everywhere. Anyway, this is my spiel for the day. I know we'll be having more involved discussions as we go on and as we we do more work. But I wanted to make sure that, you know, I was talking to you guys. And by the way, my husband's next screening at the Newark Film Festival in Newark, New Jersey, that is coming up soon. I think it's coming up next week. I'll be posting it on social media everywhere. So if you're interested in going, hit me up. And I'll let you know when and where to go. Anyway. I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening to my rantings and my railings and my craziness and my oblivioning. (laughs) Which I'll let you know how that goes. We'll see. (laughs) Anyway. I'll talk to you guys again next week. And hopefully we'll have another interview soon. I've got faith. I have hope. There is hope. They are reaching out to me. We will have interviews. Don't lose hope. Remember, this is a beta run. (laughs) This next few months is a beta run. New year, new podcast. Anyway, I'll talk to you guys later. As always, take care, (laughs) y'all. Been listening to the Tizzy Wire Podcast. New episodes out weekly. You can find out more about us or the artists that have been on the show at tizzywire.com. Or you can reach out via social media at Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at all of the Tizzy Wire handles. Or you can reach out to us via email at tizzywiregmail.com at if you want to be on the show or have any questions about the show. Anyway, thank you so much and I hope you tune in next week.